call that a news update? This is a news update. It's Neighbourhood Watch. This week on Neighbourhood Watch, Indigenous traditional custodians of a World Heritage-listed rainforest in Queensland have won back the, their ownership, while Facebook is under fire for pushing adverts of a federal politician that it previously banned. But I started with Radio Adelaide's Zoe Canandis in South Australia, where the state's upper legislature has voted to ban spithoods in custody. The state's upper house has backed a bill called Fellers Bill, It was named after an Aboriginal man, Wayne Fellam Morrison, who died after being made to wear a spit hood by by Adelaide prison guards five years ago. So we're set to become the first jurisdiction to criminalise the use of spit hoods. They are a very controversial head of restraint that has been a factor in some of um, the Aboriginal deaths in custody that we've seen. Um, the state's other house unanimously supported this move um, in a very late night vote and um, it means that the head coverings will be prohibited in corrections, police and mental health settings um, when it's formally endorsed by Parliament. Um, so Fellas Bill um, pays tribute to Wayne Fellow Morrison, who was a 29-year-old um, Wurundjeri, Calcutta and Runga man died, um, uh, being held at Adelaide's Yatla Labor Prison. Um, he was made to wear this spit hood and put in the back of a van after an alteration. Um, and then from there, we've seen the family, Wayne Fellowhall's family, fight and um, really advocate towards the band's spit hoods. And their passion and courage has paid off. And so we're very thankful to them for fighting for this, because if it wasn't for them, um, we wouldn't be seeing this ban right now. Um, it's, yeah, they put on a massive um, national campaign, and it's already this campaign that the family have done has, has gained worldwide attention and prompted a decision to phase out the use of restraints here, and hopefully will inspire the rest of the country as well. It's a great first step towards accountability um, for our law enforcement. We can just move on to the second topic. Now, in Queensland, um, the local First Nations people have won uh, the ownership to a World Heritage site. Yeah, so the Eastern Kukuyalangi people will take formal ownership of the um, Gantry Tropical Rainforest in northern Australia, which is heritage listed, is after the Indigenous traditional owners reached a historical historical deal with the um, Queensland government. So the Daintree National Park is a massive, massive um, area, um, over 160 hectares of land that will be handed back to the traditional owners um, at a ceremony. Um, the handback will see the world's oldest rainforest join Australia's landmarks, such as Uluru, where the First Nation people are the custodians of the World Heritage listed sites. So it's really exciting news, and hopefully we'll be seeing more like this um, in the future. So under the agreement, um, the national parks will be handed back to um, the Kukiyalanga people, and they will also manage the areas in partnership with the Queensland government. Um, 
it was a bit of history. The the Australian government, led by Bob Hawke, successfully campaigned for the UNESCO listing, Heritage World Heritage listing, in 1988 um, for this piece of land. That was despite some really fierce opposition from the Queensland state government. Um, why the, the Queensland state government felt so opposed to this is um, besides me. Um, the UNESCO listing recognises the environmental value and the you know, beauty of the world's you know, one of the oldest continuing survival tropical rainforests. Um, but it doesn't necessarily consider the indigenous cultural values that are part of the formal um, UNESCO listing, such as Uluru. So this move will mean that um, that will change, which is really exciting. Um, and the Australian government has since recognised the cultural value of the game tree and the wet tropics, um, and also the environmental significance as well, which is also really important. Right. I guess having have, handing the ownership back to the local Aboriginal people would mean will be beneficial uh, in terms of conservation? Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, it's their land first and foremost, and they um, took care of it for over 60,000 years. So um, on, a, on a very personal note, I definitely believe that, like, Indigenous contribution to climate change and um, environmental, like, taking care of land is so important in making sure that, um, you know, the world doesn't melt in 20 years. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to our final topic for today. Um, Facebook is now in trouble after um, pushing advertising for a controversial MP. Yeah, so this is going to be a bit of a whiplash of topics. Like I've just gone from talking about this really exciting news with the Daintree Rainforest to uh, Craig Kelly, but, you know, here we go. Um, So Craig Kelly is kind of like a hybrid of Clive Palmer. Hopefully that that name also um, makes sense to you. And he is now the um, leader of the United Australia Party. And um, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I actually reported one of these United Australian Party ads. It was a YouTube ad that came up for one of my videos I was watching that. And um, it was so strange. It was literally an anti-vaxxer video. It made my skin crawl. I wanted to like cry. It just was. It did not feel good. I had no idea what was going on or why it was being shown to me. Um, so I reported it actually. And then um, a week or so later, we've got this news story. So um, Labor's Tim Watts has asked Facebook to explain how advertisements fronted by Craig Kelly can still be in this wide circulation on the platform from YouTube, Instagram. Facebook when his page is actually banned from the site for breaching the social media company's misinformation policy Um, and it is a really good question these ads are really I don't I can't really remember the ad so I don't have a specific example but it was an anti-vaxxer ad it was so strange Um, Kelly quit the Liberal Party in February and he um, has now moved to this um, the United Australia Party um I mean, I don't have to tell you too much about that other than it's sort of like further right than the Nationals um, and was founded by Clive Palmer, um, some billionaire here in Australia.
And so before he was removed from Facebook, he actually um, sort of amused more than 86,000 followers and um, was frequently one of the high performers on politicians on Facebook. His profile was then suspended a number of weeks earlier this year over posts promoting promoting um, and questioning the effects of masks and promoting um, all these weird, strange things that could combat um, COVID-19 that certainly cannot. And Facebook made the ban um, permanent in April. Yet we're still seeing his ads um, in the lead up for this uh, election that's you know coming up soon. Um, here in Australia, we're really starting to see the ramp up of ads and posters on stone poles and um, you know policies being made and people saying things. So we can really feel the sort of water starting to simmer in terms of a uh, election over here. That was Neighbourhood Watch Ripper. <laughs>